Guillermo Mash here with Imagining Community, a grassroots media and civic engagement endeavor sharing stories that make our collective imagination sparkle and engage. Subscribe to our podcast and follow us on social media from our Linktree homepage at linktr.ee slash imagining community. The planet lost one of its finest artistic reflections yesterday, September 27th, 2022, with the death of Carrie Wilson. This special Remembering Carrie Wilson segment features clips from two KZFR 90.1 FM broadcasts. The Appreciating Carrie Wilson Show from June of 2022 and In Concert with Water, which aired in September of 2021. It was always a joy spending time with my friend Carrie Wilson, with his gentle smile and carefree laugh, augmenting well-crafted words. Several weeks ago, Carrie gifted a poetic response to a Facebook post of mine that blossomed into a companion poem. It was precious then, priceless now, and so apropos. Here's the original post. I start each day paying gratitude for awakening, ready to receive and create, relishing the moment by embracing the next one. May our senses always be dear, focusing on what is, letting go of what was, accepting that which is clear. Kerry responded with a comment. Let your mind be a wind, your body a leaf, your spirit the land, where the leaf and wind blow. I responded, through the creases of all time. Carrie's ending, yes, exclamation, exclamation. I'm going to read it one more time without any comments. May our senses always be dear, focusing on what is, letting go of what was, accepting that which is clear. Let your mind be a wind, your body a leaf, your spirit the land, where the leaf and wind blow through the creases of all time. I posted this poem alongside a picture of Carrie reading from Trout Fishing in America, a novella written by Richard Brodigan and published in 1967. Here's Carrie reading from the book at Hasbeens on Humboldt Ave in Chico, California in September of 2021. Just thinking about this project that we're in the process of doing and I wanted to add some other voices and so I thought of Richard Brodigan's Trout Fishing in America which is water-based as you might say and so I chose this poem well actually it's a chapter it's not a poem called Tom Martin Creek in Trout Fishing in America Tom Martin Creek I walked down one morning from Steelhead following the Klamath River that was high and murky and had the intelligence of a dinosaur. Tom Martin Creek was a small creek with cold clear water and poured out of a canyon and through a culvert under the highway and then on into the Klamath. I dropped a fly in a small pool just below where the creek flowed out of the culvert and took a nine inch trout. It was a good looking fish and fought all over the top of the pool. Even though the creek was very small and poured out of a steep brushy canyon filled with poison oak, I decided to follow the creek up a ways because I liked the feel and the motion of the creek. I liked the name too, Tom Martin Creek. 
it's a good to name creeks after people and then later to follow them for a while, seeing what they have to offer, what they know and have made of themselves. But that creek turned out to be a real son of a bitch. I had to fight it all the goddamn way. Brush, poison oak, and hardly any good places to fish. And sometimes the canyon was so narrow the creek poured out like water from a faucet. Sometimes it was so bad it just left me standing there not knowing which way to jump. You had to be a plumber to fish that creek. After that first trout I was alone in there, but I didn't know it until later. That was beautiful, Carrie. It's the hearts of the people who run the bookstore. I called them yesterday, that being Friday, afternoon, and asked them if they had a copy of the book. And they didn't have one out on the shelves, but John said, let me look, I think I might have a copy of the old original print version in the back of the store somewhere. And I'm like, well, I, thanks for helping. You know, I appreciate it. And he spent probably 10 or 15 minutes with help from one of the other employees and he finally got back on the phone and said yeah we found one so i went down and picked it up this morning which is saturday morning and it's such a beautiful book and it's in perfect condition when i need a book you know that i might have to order i go to the bookstore and order it and they bring it in and then you go to the bookstore and it's not going to be any more expensive it might even be less expensive but you're supporting the bookstore don't support amazon support the bookstore Got anything to add to that, Gary? I agree with every word of it. Guillermo Match here with Imagining Community. Next up, we have part one of the Carrie Wilson Appreciation Show that aired on KZFR 90.1 FM in June of 2022, followed by a dozen of the condolences and memories of Carrie that posted on Facebook as the news of Carrie's passing spread on September 28, 2022. We end the show with part two of the Repreciation Show featuring Kerry reading some of his poetry and a conversation with Rob Davidson, Guillermo Mash, and Kerry. I always love to see uh, Mandolin May and those kids in here, and I know you enjoy it. Oh, yeah. I got here early to set up, and, and Peter had this big old smile on his face. It was one of his favorite things he does. Speaking of big old smile on a, on a face, Jeffy B, man, the one, the only, the original Jeffy B. How you doing, my friend? Hit that again. Your your voice was a little low. I don't know. Oh, why. hey, hey, hey! Now I'm, I can I can hear hear. Hey, buddy. That now that we That's go. better now. Yeah. We're hey. doing the sound check. All right. On, the, on KZFR's only live music show, and it's a real distinction to have Jeffy B here because, uh, you know, uh, the forward promo that I graphic I put together that was um, I believe that was the last big ro Bigs roller show you guys did together. Um, up in uh, Red Bluff like yeah, four or five yeah. years ago. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's good stuff. It is good stuff. Isn't Carrie Wilson good stuff too? Let's Carrie Wilson is a big, tall lover. Big, tall lover. Yeah, he's a, big, <laughs> he's a tall can of love. I love that. Tall can of love. Uh, going out to you, Carrie Wilson. So uh, maybe a little, what, what do you got to say about Carrie and then lead us into this song? You know, well, Carrie was very, uh, very positive in our community for music. Um, Anytime it was like, hey, man, I want to do this song, he'd say, all right, let's do it. And that's the kind of, you know, guy he is. You just, you know, get in there and play his, uh, his style of genre yeah. and what he, what he fit in and how we fit in with him was definitely kind of a rockabilly feel, like just a straight-ahead country TikTok, TikTok in the pocket. <clears throat> TikTok in the pocket. Yeah. And uh, it seems like Carrie uh, liked uh, tractor stickers, huh? Well... What's the that, story? Then? Yeah, uh, well, we had a T-shirt, and he put a big tractor on the back. And at first, I I thought, 
what? And then it, that was the thing. And every single flyer <laughs> that he made had a tractor on it, no matter what, no matter where we were going. So uh, the tractor thing, uh, and then, then of course, the song. So he, he loved tractors. I love tractors. And who doesn't? Who doesn't? And... Who doesn't? Because you've got a song, and I think the song's called Tractor, right? Look at it. There we go. He's leading in. This one's for you, Carrie Wilson. Where is my tractor? Where did it go? Where is my tractor? I don't know. It cuts the fields in days. It shakes the trees and rows. Where is my tractor? Where did it go? Where is my tractor? I don't know. Boxes of tomatoes. Boxes of corn. This season's over And we are still poor It cuts the fields in days It shakes the trees in rows Miles and piles and piles of grains And the cows don't come home Where is my tractor? Where did it go? Where is my tractor? I don't know. Give it up, Jeffy B. Going out for the Carrie Wilson Appreciation Show. Jeffy, that's so good to have you in here, man. The last time I had Jeffy in here, it was uh, we did this thing, Black Friday Goes Green. Oh, yeah. Uh, six years ago in November. And the last thing, I can still see it because you had that that wonderful, like, half-crazy look on your face, a Jeffy B. wild-eyed look. Oh, no. And you said, uh, you said <laughs> Black, Fr- uh, Black Fridays matter. <laughs> oh yeah you know uh, well yeah, yeah, i'm yeah. not saying that anymore yeah yeah it, yeah i don't know why you, you just don't there's certain things you, you gotta uh you, you just go no Mm-mm. 
You know, that's so cool, man, because I, I did want to bring that up, and it's kind of like, you know, maybe that wasn't appropriate, so that's well, what you're thinking now, huh? Well, you know... Yeah, yeah. You, you got you to gotta make... You gotta, uh, I like that. You, you make changes as, as you see society making changes, and, you know, maybe some jokes aren't funny anymore. Love you, man. I know Carrie Wilson does, too, so what we're going to do, I think I'm going to only play one song that gives us more time to talk to Carrie Wilson on the air. I know... A lot of people tuning in on the appreciation. Mm. Well, is it going to work? One and three. How many minutes? One and three. It's going to be about four minutes. All right, man. We got to do it. Jeffy's got the look of please, please yeah, don't, yeah. please play. No, lo- but and Let's before do it. this, it's tell also, us what we're going to hear. It's a, it's a local thing. So you know, he loved this. We we did this uh, Morris Taylor bit, and thanks to uh, Frank Bedini for bringing us into a, a play at the Blue Room and doing a, a Morris Taylor thing, and uh, and so we we picked a song out. Frank wanted us to do the song. Uh, we wrote our la- the last verse of the song we wrote locally about Chico, California, and Morris Taylor wrote the song, so we put our little spin to it. Carrie Wilson did the recording, Scott Bar- uh, as on drums, and uh, Scott Barwick at Origami Lounge did uh, the recording. Um, turned out really well, and then another song called Jeans. So uh, give it a rock, rock, rock a world. All right, here we go. Here we go. I'm going to press buttons and hope it all works here on.
Look at mighty fine in them jeans Mr. Carrie uh, Wilson, you there? I am here. Can you hear me? We can. We can. Give it up for you, too. That was Carrie Wilson on the drums. <laughs> Mr. Jeffy B. Hey, Carrie. Hey, Carrie. Thank you, Jeff. Oh, hold on, man. There you go. You're on now, man. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. Hey, buddy. Hey, hey. It's good to hear your voice again. Yeah, it's interesting to hear our recording on the radio for a Yeah, I know. It's a nice mix, man. I loved it. <laughs> yeah. It's a big hit. It was. Anything you could share about that recording, Kerry? Uh, a little story? Not particularly. We just had a, we spent one afternoon in uh, Origami Studio, and I think everything was done in one or two takes, and they mixed it down, and it turned out really nice, considering that we barely spent any time fiddling around with it. Yeah, that <laughs> was... pleased with the results. We did that live, didn't we? Yeah, I think everything we did. All what did we do? Like four songs in there? No, there's we did seven, and we seven. we only did one overdub on a vocal track, a, a later song. Yeah. Um, but that was it. Everything was done live. Uh, Scott did that recording, and and uh, we sang it live. Like that was on the. Yeah. That was all on. You know, here we go. Let's do this. Yeah, 
Yeah, man. Kevin Briggs ripping it up on a guitar. Well, no, 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 no. That was Chad Kelly. That was Chad Kelly. <laughs> Chad, I love that. Sorry, Chad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> My All memory right. ain't what it used to be. Maybe Carrie, if maybe you could uh, enlighten our listeners about your unique and beautiful musical relationship with Jeffy B. Well, to tell you the truth, Jeff and I met probably having a beer at one of the local bars and started talking about music. And he probably said something about needing a drummer or trying a drummer. And I said, well, I'll come out and we'll try it. And if if it works, we'll know within half an hour. And it didn't take more than 15 minutes where we knew we had some kind of connection that would work for Or the style that I play with his music, it turned out pretty good. And, and did Jeffy B have that beautiful, wild-eyed, childlike boy eyes, and it just all excited. Oh, of man. course. Oh yeah, he's an emotional man. He's an emotional man. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? What about you, Jeffy? And B? an honest one about uh, your relationship with Carrie. Well, you know, Carrie's not Carrie's not a liar. Carrie's not a liar. <laughs> He's not a liar, man. He said that. That's what happened. And, you know, it's funny. The first day he came oh, out, he came on out, and uh, and he brought Rolling Rock. And, he's, and he thought, Rolling well, Rock. he brought Rolling Rock. And, and he said, this isn't not a normal, this isn't normal for me, but I'm bringing Rolling Rock out because we're bigs rolling. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'll never forget that. Um, and nice. then and then uh, uh, when we were, we were, we must have played about five years together and i remember we were in the we were in the car and we would go across town and this and that and carrie would be driving and he would give me his his little bits of road rage where he's like where where you know when the light turned green and not all the cars would go it would go it's like one car would go then the next car would go and carrie told me he's like i'm a i'm a freaking drummer i'm a drummer so when the light turns green we all should go and that was something I've I've never forgotten. And wow. since we're getting we're getting more and more people in this town, uh, and traffic is a mess. It's just a mess. Uh, I've always thought Carrie Wilson had it right. When the light turns green, we all should go. Boom! I love that. All right, guys, got a got a packed show, but uh, I'm just really appreciating uh, hearing you guys uh, laugh. And me too. I'm laughing too. Laughter's well, good, thank huh? You. Thank you very much. We should laugh on red lights, yellow lights, and green lights. Always. That's right. All righty, Carrie. Uh, well, next time you, uh, we'll be giving you a shout when uh, Rob Davidson gets here, about 2.15 right. or so. All righty. We'll be on. I love you, buddy. Let's in a bit. All righty. Love you guys, too. Guillermo Mash with Imagining Community expressing my deepest condolences and respect for the multitudes of sentient beings who knew Carrie, which was to love Carrie. Dozens of Carrie's loved ones have shared their thoughts and condolences on his Facebook wall, which was a creative outlet for Carrie and a crucial one since he entered into hospice care in July. I'll start with his niece, Eric Wilson Kenyon. This talented, caring, amazing man passed peacefully last night, knowing how very loved he was by all. Thank you all for making his life full and showing him how much you cared for him until the very end. Carrie E. Wilson, June 3, 1954 to September 27, 2022. Here's some of the Chico News and Review crew who Carrie worked with over the years. Ken Smith, Mark Lore, and Jason Cassidy. Here's what Ken had to say. 
Cheers to Carrie Wilson, lover of words, music, and everything weird, a true kindred spirit. I don't think I ever encountered him without a smile on his face and something witty or insightful on the tip of his tongue. His presence was a gift to Chico and all who knew him. Farewell, friend. Mark Lore, rest in peace, Carrie. I worked with him for years, watching him play amazing drums and talked hours about music, lots of Hawkwind. He was a talented and sweet weirdo in the purest sense. Jason Cassidy, rest in peace to Chico's drummer and one of the oldest friends in this town. Sherry A. Butler, it was always a pleasure to visit with you and clink glasses, read your reviews and columns and listen slash dance to your music. A true Chico icon has moved on. Sad for us and I'll miss you, Carrie Wilson. Matt Hammonds, as an artist, it's incredibly rare to read someone write about what you do and feel like they truly got it. Beyond critique, beyond compliment, the jolt of affirmation and recognition is incomparable. It's the type of thing that really does keep you going. Carrie Wilson did that for me not once but twice. Invaluable. Rest in peace. Viana Borling Renald. How lucky we were to know and love you, Carrie Wilson, for so many years. Memories and much more. This goodbye is definitely hard. Todd Steinberg. Heartbroken today with the news of the passing of our beloved Carrie Wilson. Drummer extraordinaire and one of the loveliest humans to walk this earth. As all who were privileged to cross his path over the years, we are so much the better for it. So glad I was able to connect upon my return. Just so sad it was for such a brief moment of time. Rest in peace, my friend. Rick Carr, fellow programmer, KZFR. 40 years of friendship and frolic. Honored to have known him. Rest in peace, Carrie Wilson. Steve Metzger. Carrie Wilson and I first met in the English department at Chico State, then worked together at Moon Publications, where he did graphics for a couple of my travel books. I don't think too many know that he also worked very closely with C. Osley Rain on the design, typesetting, and cover art for Henry Barad's book of collected news and review, Chow Columns. I always appreciated his intellect and sly humor. I will miss him greatly, as will so much of Chico. Scott Pressman, I've been playing Captain Beefheart most of the day. I'm realizing that somehow this music reminds me of the talks Carrie and I had concerning the captain. Captain's music going up off into space, just like Carrie. Feeney Arnold, sad to hear longtime Chico stalwart Carrie Wilson passed away. Been out of the town far too long to have any details, but believe he had been battling the big C for a while. First time I came across him was not surprisingly behind a drum kit at the Old Palms nightclub with Secret Service. And then with too many bands to remember afterwards as he delved into his musical passions. I think this is the only recording I have of that band. Hope they have only OG, greasy slash dusty taco wagon, taco Cortez chicken chimichangas, and always at the ready, drum keys in the afterlife, my old friend. Let's listen to that song.
estoy trabajando Estoy pensando en nada más que Voy a comer para mi lonche Hay solo un lugar para irme Vamos a tacos cortés La comida es tan sabrosa closing segment was from Carrie Wilson's appreciation show that aired on KZFR 90.1 FM in June. Carrie phoned in from his hospital bed in Willows just as he did for the interview with Jeffy B that led our show. Enjoy. Nice to have you in the studio as well, Ron Davidson. Rob Davidson. Thank you, Bill. Hold on a minute. I got it. I turn. Let's try that again. Thank you, Bill. Yeah. Second time's a charm. Good to be here on the Mighty Zephyr. On the Mighty Zephyr. So what we're going to do, we've, we've got a really nice little uh, lineup here for uh, our second set of uh, appreciating Carrie Wilson. But we've got some love and some stories from the CNR crew. And then we're going to play some poetry, most of which was written during the master's program at Chico State. And folks might not know, you're a professor uh, at Chico State. 
Yes, um, that's my day job. <laughs> that's your day job. I teach creative writing at, at Chico State. And yeah, a few years ago, Carrie enrolled in our graduate program in creative writing and brought some wonderful poetry into our program. And I remember reading it, critiquing it, discussing it with him. We had some wonderful conversations and... Um, you know, Carrie's a man of many talents, and uh, his yeah. his verse, as you will shortly hear, is uh, is quite lovely. It's exceptional, and, and Carrie's such a compassionate and and loving person. So I asked him, you know, who other than the CNR crew and some of your music mates would you like on the show? And he didn't even hesitate. I said, Rob Davidson. Oh, that's yeah, huh? Thank you, Carrie. That that is, um, you know, I'm very fond of Carrie, and um, that that's quite touching actually to hear that. And uh, I'm honored to be here celebrating our friend. Amen to that. This is from Melissa Doherty. Melissa Doherty says, I wish my favorite Chico culture vulture a speedy recovery with good medicine that includes many cat cuddles. And it's my real distinct pleasure. I had the distinct, distincted pleasure to uh, meet with Ken Smith yesterday about a bunch of things, according getting this uh, recording. And right now, Ken Smith is the culture vulture writer for the CNR. He's, not, he's taking a step back from news. And Ken is so happy to be talking about the arts and writing about the arts. And I know as an arts aficionado and a writer, it's wonderful having Ken talking about the arts, isn't it? Writing Absolutely about the arts. is. And the, the Chico News and Review for many, many years has done an awesome job covering all the arts in Chico and promoting that. And, you know, that last couple of years with the pandemic and everything has been hard for everyone for all kinds of reasons. But um, certainly just the diminishment of the community, the, the inability to be as easily um, together to celebrate those arts. I mean, I, the arts are a communal experience and, um, in my opinion, are best shared with others. And um, the, the CNR helped keep that alive during the pandemic, and they were have been strong before, and, and I'm glad they're still around. So big kudos to the Chico News and Review and their arts uh, and information crew over there, Jason Cassidy et al. Et al. All right, here we go. Kenny Smith, here on Peepaw Radio. I'm here with my, um, my uh, good friend, Ken Smith, and former neighbor. It was funny, you said you were coming over, Ken, and only for a split second, I'm going to be like, do you remember my address? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I'm just two blocks away. I always just remember the way this complex looks, too, for some reason. It's kind of, uh, I think it's the pillars. I like the brick pillars. Yeah, this is like a huge overhang. And it was it was uh, built the same year I was born, Ken, 1960. Oh, wow. oh cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Neat. So we're both holding up pretty well. Yeah. <laughs> so you said you had a gift for me. You had a, a, a Carrie Wilson story, man. Oh, yeah. Let's give it up for Carrie Wilson on our appreciation show. What do you got? Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, uh, you know, I've known Carrie for, you know, pretty much the whole time I've been in Chico, uh, just from, you know, mostly running into him at Duffy's and uh, seeing him playing bands all over town. And, um, so uh and it's always you know there's pretty much he's played with everybody it's kind of i think a rite of passage as a chico musician to <laughs> start a band of some sort with carrie so uh my turn came around the time of uh um chico breaks the record and uh uh which was of course the the month-long concert thing at a tackle box a couple of years ago i think one of the coolest things about that whole thing was uh, a lot of people just got together for like one-off bands and stuff so one night at duffy's uh ran into carrie and i think i was with uh lisa and kara lisa marie and kara jensen jessen uh we were all playing together in hallelujah junction at the time and uh so carrie mentioned something about you know 
doing a one-off band or whatever for Chico Breaks the Record. So we got together and practiced a couple times, the four of us, and um, we did a couple songs. We did a couple of Lisa Marie's kind of country songs, and uh, Kara led us in like a Chris Christopherson version of uh, Sunday Morning Coming Down, which is rad, like a because I've like sang the Johnny Cash version my whole life, but it was it was different. Yeah, that thing was 24 hours around the clock. So our time slot it was at like 6:30 a.m. I think it was. So uh, the girls and I I think rode there together, and we got there and uh, around sun's rising, and uh, Carrie's sitting at the bar waiting for us with a huge smile on his face, like ready to go, and uh, he's got a. He's got a big, tall uh, Bloody Mary in his hand at the crack of dawn and biggest smile on his face. And the first words out of his mouth were like, I just ate a giant edible. So we're like, oh, oh, right on, man. (laughs) So uh, Lisa Marie gets a little nervous before before we play. And so this makes her extra nervous as we're getting up there. But showing off without a hitch is a beautiful thing. I don't remember if there was anybody there really to watch us or not. I think... uh, most of the times I played that thing, I remember there'd be like a couple and a dog dancing around at like <laughs> dawn. So something like that. But, uh, and Carrie kept it together for the most part, except, uh, you know, we're playing all these the songs are the fastest ones are mid tempo at best. And I think we're doing like maybe one of Lisa's songs or whatever. And Carrie suddenly just goes into this crazy ass drum solo. <laughs> <laughs> And we just kind of go along with it, look back at him and smile. And uh, yeah, so uh, uh, the band, I remember I dug into my hidden list of uh, band names for that name of that one one off band. Uh, and it was the Forlorn Hope, um, which is a pretty cool name. Yeah, I just uh, have a lot of respect for Carrie and hope he's doing well. I'd love to have the Forlorn Hope on, on Studio 416 sometime in the future. That would mean that. Kara Jensen and Lisa Marie would have to be in town. They're both right. out of town now, right? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah, that's that would be thing. that'd be a pretty difficult one to swing. But um, but uh, if anything, it was uh, it's just a good memory of of uh, all of our Chico days, I believe. Alrighty, my friend. Thank you for that Carrie Wilson story here on Peepaw Radio. Now, I'm, I, I actually do want to take a moment and uh, shout out Tom Little, who's really done some beautiful. Uh, you know, kind of rallying around Kerry. You know, we're going to be talking to Kerry in a little bit, uh, how much he wants to share a bit, but he's been uh, he's been incapacitated for some time, but he's doing much, 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 much better. But um, Tom Tom Little had uh, some things to say about his dear friend. And go on out, if you people that are on the social media crowd, go on out to Tom Little's uh, Facebook page and, and, and learn how you can kind of uh, help a little bit with Mr. Mr. Uh, Kerry Wilson, our appreciation show today. But the immedible, precious... The amenable, precarious Wilson as relayed by T. A Little. That's a beautiful intro. There have been bands and there have been antics for sure. That's where it always starts. Gorilla suits, barbecues on stage, big honky tonking, and sometimes uncomfortable life changes that we get to help each other through. Carrie never really wavers much from the positive, which I think is my favorite characteristic of his. Always ready for a new project or adventure, upbeat to a fault and the show most certainly always goes on he was one of the first people i played music with after moving out from texas i was immediately surprised he knew the the regional musical languages 
I thought were left back home. He'd jump right in on a random request for a vibe, style, or beat. Shuffles, Bo Diddley, Roots, Punk, Country, Zydeco, Blues, and Rhythm. Dot, dot, dot. And that was just the thing our bands did. Sure, many other folks can speak to his breath, which seems to be most fitting of a term. Encyclopedic knowledge of music genres don't even talk about local music and culture culture vulture probably seen more live music than most and i would bet probably has highest ranking for regional band participation count than many the pure musical adventurist and such a sweet gent to boot what a gem the show absolutely goes on and i also got this from laurie cam campion i hope i'm getting her name pronounced correctly and uh she had she had this to say Here's an appreciation message from Laurie Campion, who played at a few bands with Carrie Wilson back in the 90s. I played bass back then, so Carrie and I were the rhythm section. We had a lot of fun rocking out together. Carrie has the best disposition and always sees the potential for fun in whatever we played. We first played together in the Velvet Underground cover band, The Verbs. Charles Monheik and Joe Martin on guitar and vocals and me on bass and vocals and Carrie on the drums. I was the first... It was the first band I sang and played bass in, which scared me. Carrie and the other guys made me feel like I was Neko playing with Velvet Underground. I don't know any of these dudes. I didn't know any of these dudes before playing in the Verras, but we became a band and loved going to practice with them, and our shows were so much fun. And learning all those songs, I became a huge Velvet Underground fan afterwards and think of Carrie and others whenever I listened to VU. We played in cowpunk, roots, rock, ridiculous, known as booze. Tom Little, my then boyfriend, played guitar and shared the singing duties with me. My favorite memory of playing with Carrie was when he, we decided to do a Southern cooking theme night. Tom dressed as Colonel Sanders and rode his bike through the crowd <laughs> up to the stage with a bucket of chicken under his arm. I was sweaty Betty Crocker and wore an apron. Carrie showed up in a full gorilla costume. It was the middle of the summer and played the whole set in it. He played the whole set in it. Not sure why. Apparently, he didn't get the memo. This made it better than if he'd forgotten it. I'm grateful for every 10 years, Carrie would get bands and a handful of others he's played with back together to celebrate his birthdays. 40, 50th, 60th. Carrie, I absolutely love you and I'm so stoked that we got to play music together over the years. Here's to your 70th and another star-studded reunion. Love, Lori. Going to break into the segment right here to give you a taste of the verbs as recorded in 1994. While the audio is a bit poor, the talents of the band and the vibe in the room come through crystal clear. What we play next? That's my number one. <laughs>
really excited to play this. This is uh, Kerry Wilson uh, reading uh, some poetry he wrote during the master's program at Chico State, uh, maybe seven or seven or eight poems, short poems, about six minutes, and uh, it's just gorgeous. Here on Peak Power Radio. Prism. Last night, these lines were not broken, but curved into light, transformed to a flight of glass birds across a porcelain sky. Beyond mountains of flowering stone, swooping slow into valleys where unknown people vanished long ago, leaving hand-hewn caverns possessed by spiders and spirits and the articulated skeletons of fish that never swam in any sea we know. In the London Underground, a man rings down heaven in the underground, an ebony African man with a cora composed of wood and leather and wire the music ringing from a deep round calabash. He wears robes of ivory linen and a beaded leather cap. His face in deepest concentration is at peace. His sure, resilient fingers send myriad silver notes winging through tiled tunnels to escape into the street, and we follow their flight to where he sits and sends them out. His voice weaves through the chorus notes like a dark, smooth river caressing a stand of swaying rushes that caress the ancient flow. His singing stops our movement, so we may feel the living music of this exiled man beneath the city, crafting ancient, ageless, tonal beauty for those of us enmeshed in time. Killing a bug. Tiny, fragile creature creeping around the rim of the toilet bowl on articulated limbs antennae quivering like ruffled feathers as they ply the steamy breeze. Do you sense me here? Do your swiveling faceted eyes detect mine so far above, my glistening jelly orbs admiring your gleaming carapace, and the intricate mechanism of your feet so finely wrought with minuscule hooks that a vertical porcelain surface becomes just another floor? You're in my territory, and I'm naked and in a hurry. Shower steam curling off my skin. The day's many tasks wound like springs behind my eyes. And I know I will kill you. Instead of taking time to save you, trapped with a drinking glass topped with an index card for, and carried to the garden just outside where the rosemary and roses and lavender are blooming and a world of weeds awaits you, not today, my friend. I'm wrapping you in tissue, too squeamish to squeeze too tight, before I drop you down the toilet bowl and flush you whirling out of sight. Showers passed. I always loved to watch the way the water rolled off your back. Water beads chasing each other down smooth contours as little clouds of soap foam trailing tails of tiny bubbles slid like comets off the coccyx to the convexity of the hip, then pursued a complex orbit down the glide paths of your thighs. Flesh, peach pink and ivory cream, softly veined and smooth as satin, yet stronger, more resilient, warm, and filled with blushing life than any ornamental garment worn to enhance the precious mystery of your exquisite hidden form, is just a vision clothed in steam that dissipates near the ceiling or condenses on the tile before sliding down the drain. Song for Shelley. 
Magic of hummingbird wings thrumming distant wildflowers in the cracks of a granite canyon. Creek runs laughing like a crazy kid through salamander pools into secret round rock grottos where ladybugs cling in clusters and ferns uncoil for dragonfly feet. Bursting through with blazing laughter, Shelley runs like crazy water up the creek, scattering light. A sailor home from the sea. Just above the high tide line, wet kelp shimmers and seagulls glide above something they've never seen, wrapped in spindrift and seaweed. It's the body of a drowned man with bulging eyes and swollen hands, released now from the waves of dawn to rest on the beach beneath the sun. Salt crystals glitter in the tangled hair, and sharp beaked terns swoop out of the air to strut and peck at the taut blue skin as the sun climbs high and the fog grows thin. Gulls by day and crabs by night strip down the flesh to skeleton white till all that's left is a gleaming skull. Salt crystals wink in a dark eye hole. The Hours In deep still watches of the night, the hours float by like dreaming whales and tracing moon trails on their flukes, the seconds crawl like snails. Reincarnation. The old dog climbed out of the water and shook himself dry. Then he jumped back in. I particularly like that last one, short and sweet, and you can just see it and feel it, can't you? Absolutely, yeah. Some beautiful poems, and it's always a treat to hear a poet read their own words. Absolutely. Yeah. Speaking of a poet reading their own words, uh, Carrie, you're there, huh? I am online. Hey, Carrie. Hey. Lovely, man. Oh, oh, thank you. Those were all kind of shaky-sounding voices. No, I loved it. It's it's raw. It's you. It's Carrie Wilson with all your emotion, man. You know, Carrie, I know I talked to you, and I I told Rob this story about a year ago when we recorded this. I said, but this is all, this is Carrie's story to tell, but I I thought it's a beautiful story about why you never did finish the master's program at Chico State that you were enrolled in, and when you wrote those beautiful songs, man. Would you like to share that with the listeners? Well, the reason I had to drop out of the grad program was because my mother was very ill, and she'd been living away from her own house for a while and every time I would talk with her on the phone she'd just tell me how much she just wanted to go to her house and so I said well then we're going to fix that up and I arranged for her to come to her house and I stayed with her for her last six months and it was probably the hardest and best thing I've ever done in my life that's beautiful I not a whole lot of detail but it was a, a good thing. Yeah, I can I recommend it to anybody who can help someone in that position. Yeah, my mom has this saying, Carrie, you'd love my mom. She's got all these little quick little quips, but she said if if if, if you were to leave this world today knowing that you just helped the person, you're going to leave the world a better place, huh? Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. What do you got to say? Appreciating Rob. De- uh, Rob, uh, what do you got to say? Well, for I got to tell you, um, hearing those poems again, uh, it's been a few years, but uh, hearing them again um, brings back how how much I enjoy Carrie's poetry. Uh, I think you know the listeners who are just listening right now. You, you 
hopefully if you had a chance to listen, you heard some beautiful descriptive language. Carrie's quite eloquent. His word choice is always razor sharp. And um, his attention to the language was something that I always admired and respected about his poetry. And also the, the compassion. I mean, that story that, Carrie, that you just shared about caring for your mom, you know, ties right in with like that poem about the bug in the, <laughs> in the bathroom, you know, that, that, that the persona in that poem is, is a person who is quite aware of their place in the world and doesn't want to do any unnecessary harm. And that kind of ethos, I, I remember that also quite distinctly in your work. And, um, there's some, those were mostly the short poems. I remember some longer poems that yeah. Carrie brought in that were really kind of California based, real deeply place-based um, poems about the landscape, about history and memory, and you know, Carrie's got I'm sure many good I, pages. <laughs> I could jump in and say that a lot of the poems I wrote for your program, Rob, were I didn't really realize it at the time, but what I was doing was kind of writing a biography of myself, but written in poetic form. Because a lot of them were memories from like growing up on ranches and being aware of death in a lot of ways. A lot of them are about mm-hmm. like slaughtering chickens or you know, yeah. burning a calf out in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. I remember that. They were they were really uh, autobiographical. Yeah, those those were some great pages, and um, you know, you were doing exactly what a student should do when they come into a, a program like the Creative Writing Program, which is you know, strike out for new territory and push yourself. And um, there were some there were some great lines there. So it's great to hear hear your voice on the radio, Carrie, and it's great to hear those poems again. They just sound wonderful. Well, thank you. I, I enjoyed writing, and even though it wasn't that easy to write them. Yeah, I like the finished product more than the actual process. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we all, the writers and all of us? Let's face it, it, writing is hard, but um, but you know you you've clearly got a talent for it. And um, again, I'm just so it's great to talk with you on the phone and well, thank you. Uh, and hear your words again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to slip this in since Kenny Kenny uh, Smith was on earlier. He'd said to me year, years ago. He said, "Yeah, man, writing's hell." Hell, I'll tell you, it's, it's hell. But uh, folks just joining this, Guillermo Mesh, um, I'm filling in for Brad Peterson on uh, Studio 416, and you just heard from uh, Rob Davidson, who was the uh, professor of uh, creative writing at Chico State, wherein Carrie was in that master's program. But uh, that about wraps up our appreciation show, um, Carrie. I just want to say, you know, I've got a lot of beautiful stories too, but the shortest one I could do is just that hasn't been told is just sitting with you talking about how you used to work at the uh, recycling recycling uh-huh. place here in town and you just had so much love and care and there was a couple of times where you got, you got misty eyed talking about you know the people's uh, you know uh, what they were dealing with and the little bit of money that you could put in their hand and uh, I mean it just really colors you as a person and you know someone that's really in tune with their surroundings and uh, their feelings so we appreciate that Carrie Wilson I really appreciate you putting me on today. Thanks a lot. All righty. Um, big thanks to all my friends out there. Yeah. They're really helping me out right now. I mean, it's incredible. Well, so I just want to thank you and everyone else. So we love you, You guys you, all have a great day. All righty, my friend. Take care. Hope you feel better. Thanks. I'm feeling great. Thank you. 
Thank you for listening to this Imagining Community special, Remembering Carrie Wilson. And so it goes, as we cherish Carrie and his prose. Guillermo Mash here with Imagining Community, a grassroots media and civic engagement endeavor, sharing stories that make our collective imagination sparkle and engage. Subscribe to our podcast and follow us on social media from our Linktree homepage at linktr.ee slash imaginingcommunity. community.